So before we get started, I want to tell you about the best thing that has happened to the podcasting world, and that is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You can go to anchor.fm slash start and join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. You can even find it on the App Store of any iPhone or Android. The app is called Anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R. This week has been really weird for me. Um, like I said, I've been listening to some strange audiobooks. I started with um, Chaos. Uh, I don't know who the author... I can't remember the author's name. Um, but Chaos is a book about um, Charles Manson and how the CIA played a part in Manson's life, Manson's cult, the the whole family, the murders, everything. Um, so I started out my week listening to that book, like, heavily, every day, hours, hours and hours every day. I finished that book, and then I immediately jumped into... Um, Weird Scenes Inside the Canyon. And um, Weird Weird Scenes Inside the Canyon is about... Kind of tied into the same period. So I've been listening to these really strange books about um, the 60s, you know? And the whole revolution counterculture thing that was going on in the 60s. Um, And it's put me in this really strange, really weird place, this really weird mindset, um, and how all of those things in, in that time were so intertwined. A lot of those things that were going on, um, do I need to turn my camera angle? This looks really, I just pulled it up on Facebook and it looks like the camera angle is not really registering properly. I'm trying to figure this out still, so um, be patient. Yeah, that's not working. Let me just turn that back around. Anyways, I've been listening to these weird books about the uh, strange period of time in the 1960s, early 70s, and how the Manson family was really entrenched in everything that was going on in the uh the culture like the music even the movie industry a lot of people inside of charlie's family inside of the whole um 
cult, the music industry, they all knew each other. They all hung out. And uh, what's really crazy is that all of these people that created the counterculture, they all, all of their parents were involved in like government, you know, operations, whether it was military or um, bioengineering, like they were all involved in these government organizations. And uh, it, it's just so weird to connect all these things together, even like bands that you love, that you grew up listening to, and how they were involved with Manson, with the CIA. It's uh, wild, wild shit. But um, it, it put me in this really weird mood throughout the whole week, just reading those things. Um, so even like leading up to recording today, I was just, I don't know, I've been in this really weird place, like contemplating all those things. Um, but anyway, I think I got all of my recording. Uh, I think everything is working properly now. And so we can really just get into it. Um, thank you for coming to the Detox America podcast again. Um, I really appreciate you guys who listen, who message me afterwards and with new ideas, new topics. Like, talk about this. Well, this is what I think about that. I mean, um, I love that stuff, and that's kind of what we're doing here. We're, we're trying to help each other um, expand our minds and the way that we think about things, looking outside of the box, thinking uh, differently, you know, than the way that we were kind of conditioned to think. So we're sharing ideas and um, helping each other evolve mentally, um, hopefully physically, spiritually, um, in any way that you desire to evolve. And um, I guess that's the, the basis for Detox America. Um, that's <laughs> America is um, in a very strange place, obviously. We all know that. Um, all of the things that we've faced throughout the past few fucking decades, we've been on this decline as a, um, as a collective, as a nation as a as a people inhabiting this earth um we're very much looked down upon in other nations looked up to in a lot of other nations uh don't get me wrong um but from the inside we can all see where we're going wrong what we're doing wrong what's not right uh what we need to do to overcome this really weird mind state that we have gotten into this um really strange place that it seems the deeper we get into mindlessness into thoughtlessness into um fear into sloth gluttony into all of these things that we we um seem to be we've been going towards for years for decades as a nation I don't, I don't want to get too doom and gloom because I am very optimistic, but I don't know. For me, lately, it's been really hard to accept the ignorance around me. Um, try to be as calm as possible, as peaceful as possible, as um, 
accepting as possible, as understanding as possible, but lately it's it's been getting pretty hard to accept the ignorance within our society, the thoughtlessness, and how people would rather spend their days on the couch watching TV, wasting their entire lives around, like, bragging about the fact that they can binge watch a whole season of a show in one day. And then, like, that's just not healthy to me. I think cinema is powerful. It's beautiful. I love the creativity. I think it's important um, to spark imagination and creativity within people. But when people live their lives on a couch or in their bed, Wasting every single hour, every single minute, every single second of their day just watching these TV shows instead of spending these minutes, these seconds, these hours, these days, these months doing something productive, doing something that can enrich their life and bring them forward into the future so that they don't have to worry too much later on down the road. Um, I don't know how we've gotten into that that place I don't know I, I guess the power of television the power of you know I don't know I can't exactly quote it and I can't exactly tell you where to find it but I think within the patent of the creation of television there was a line that subliminally I guess says that the device could be used for um, brainwashing. I don't think that was the technical term, brainwashing. I think they used it, um, maybe not mind control, but um, persuasion, manipulation, maybe. Um, and And it has done that to a lot of people. It's really fucking... It's crazy, it's sad, um, even just this weekend, uh, hanging out with some friends, and I will talk about these, you know, esoteric knowledge, or just any just kind of broad span of knowledge that I have gained throughout the years, through reading, through research, um, all on my own accord, and like, developing this understanding of the world that not everybody thinks about on a day-to-day basis and so we were having this conversation and as I was presenting all of this knowledge that not everybody thinks about on a regular day basis my friend sat there and asked me how do you know so much and I was like well I put in the effort to know so much um I don't want to I don't want to waste this opportunity um so I will spend my time, my days, the free time that I do have um, reading, researching, strange topics, or just anything that I can gain knowledge from, that I can just kind of, every, every time I learn something, it's to better my experience here on this planet. And um, so I'm reading, 
or even that if I do turn on the TV and I do want to watch something, it's not something that I will sit back mindlessly and listen to, you know, something that I can just mindlessly watch, like uh, The Walking Dead, something to just pass the time that doesn't really do anything to develop my mind at all. If I do turn on the TV, it's going to be for the same purpose of uh, learning something. And this one experience that we have, why waste it? Why throw it away? Why waste it on mindless things? I understand, like, when we do need to sit back and relax, it's okay to watch a fucking TV show, but don't spend every single moment of your life on the couch, in the bed, whatever, just zoned out on these TV shows because you're not getting any real... Um, there's no real substance going to your brain. It's just mindless. It's just to get through this lull that you're in until you have to get up and go to work in the morning again. But I think the time that we spend is so much more valuable. We need to understand that. And instead of fucking wasting our moment, it's, it's okay to relax. But instead of wasting our moments all the time just fucking relaxing because we have the opportunity to do so... Do something to build. Do something to uh, better your future, to develop your mind, to develop your body, your physical body, your physical health. Um, it's so important that we focus on these things because we only have this one opportunity to do so. And we have to... We. I would rather spend my life doing that, like trying to be better trying to be more comfortable in my own skin, um, inside of my own mind, understanding my psychology, understanding my physiology, and doing the things that I need to do to better those so that I can wake up tomorrow feeling so much better about myself rather than waking up tomorrow groggy as shit, feeling like a disgusting fuck because I devoured a whole pizza by myself the night before. Um... But this all just comes from understanding and wanting better for yourself. And instead of fucking laying on the couch watching movies or TV all day, get up and do something to develop yourself so that you can feel better about yourself tomorrow. Um, <laughs> this all comes from, I guess, the fact that um, I've been thinking about why, why are Americans so miserable? Why... Is there this stigma around the American uh, way of life that disgusts other people overseas? Um, I don't know, but I think it's I think it's important that we think about these things instead of just shrugging them off, pushing them off to the side, and uh, like, well, I I I really don't want to get up and do this today. I I I mean, it's gonna be nice that I can lay here. And, and binge watch this show for the rest of the day. I really, you know, I've I've lived like a hard life, and this week was really hard. I do deserve to just lay here and do nothing. Yeah, every now and then, but still, get up. Like before you do that, go for a run. <laughs> do something to better yourself. Um, and place importance on that more than wanting to finish this season of whatever the fuck um 
we should place way more importance on ourselves, on our mental health and physical health. And watch how far that takes us, you know? Once you start developing your mind, you're developing your body and your overall health to be better, to want to be better, a year from now, you're gonna look back and be like, holy shit, I, I'm so glad that I took these steps into developing myself and wanting better for myself and wanting to push myself and see how far I can go. We've just kind of gotten this place where we're really comfortable with not pushing ourselves, and that's really sad to me. Um, anyways, um, I'm gonna stop this probably in about another 30 minutes, but I did want to, for some reason, I thought it would be a good idea to look up some lyrics of a band that I really admire and read the lyrics just for um, for us all to take in. Like, I don't know, there's something about reading lyrics, like really profound, powerful lyrics that, um, for me, helps me understand it better, uh, where the writer, where the singer is coming from, or where that uh, thought exists in time, and um, instead of just listening to the singer sing it and we follow the melody, to read the words pure and true has been a really powerful practice for me as a singer, as a songwriter, as a fan, as a human being who wants to um, push himself to be better. Um, but I feel like the band tool, the song right into is uh, the lyrics. For some reason, I felt it like in my heart and soul that this is what I wanted to read today for some reason. If I was going to do a live podcast, these are the lyrics I wanted to read. So I'm just going to go ahead and do that. It might be really boring to some, uh, or some people might really enjoy it, but I feel like these lyrics need to be read. They need to be heard. They need to be understood. Um, so the lyrics are... Angels on the sideline, puzzled and amused. Why did Father give these human free will? Now they're all confused. Don't these talking monkeys know that Eden has enough to go around? Plenty in this holy garden, silly old monkeys, where there's one you're bound to divide it right into. Angels on the sideline, baffled and confused. Father blessed them all with reason, and this is what they choose. Monkey killing monkey, killing monkey over pieces of the ground. Silly monkeys given thumbs, they forge a blade. And where there's one, they're bound to divide it right into. Monkey killing monkey, killing monkey over pieces of the ground. Silly monkeys give them thumbs, they make a club and beat their brother down. How they survive, so misguided, is a mystery. Repundant is a creature who would squander the ability to lift an eye to heaven, conscious of this fleeting time here. So that's a, that's not the whole song, that's about half of the song, but that's a really powerful verse to me. Um, just all of it. I mean, he says, monkey killing, monkey killing, monkey. That's us, killing each other. 
Monkey killing monkey killing monkey over pieces of the ground. And that's just kind of been the human condition throughout time. Said silly monkeys give them thumbs. They make a club and beat their brother down. So we are giving these appendages, these amazing tools that we have to create, to build, to um, innovate, to take ourselves beyond this uh, really primitive time and space that we're still in. Um, but we're given these thumbs, we're giving these appendages, and what do we do? We make a club and we beat our brother down. Said how they survive so misguided is a mystery. So true. Um, how we've made it so far, being so misguided, being so mindless, um, it's a mystery why we've made it this far. And that's still why I kind of remain optimistic about our future. Even if I look around me and I see so much ignorance and all the problems that are going on in the world right now, there is still a part of me that is optimistic because we've come this far with all the flaws that we've had we've made it this far and it's a mystery how we've made it this far and will we continue will we go on into the future i'm pretty optimistic about it and hopeful um there are a lot of good things that are going on right now that are overlooked because the media fails to recognize anything that's going good in society they would rather point out all of the bad things that are going on because um, that's more exciting. We're attracted to uh, anything bad. That's more attractive than what's going on that's good to a lot of people. Um, so the most powerful lyric here for me is when he says, Repugnant is a creature who would squander the ability to lift an eye to heaven conscious of his fleeting time here so that's kind of what i've been talking about this whole time i guess the fact that we are creatures squandering the ability to lift an eye to heaven or being conscious of our fleeting time here we there's so many people living their lives just unconscious of the fact that um Oh, hey, Trixie, sorry. I've just kind of been reading and ranting. But that song is right into by the band Tool. Um, listen to it. It's powerful. It means a lot. Um, so kind of just what I've been saying, those lyrics stand true in this time, is so many people are just living their lives um, squandering the fact that we are here, we're alive, we're alive and breathing. We can look to the sky and question, we can learn about anatomy, we can learn about uh, physics, about chemistry, about what it is that makes us, what it is that we can learn about our own brains, which is the most mysterious fact of life or existence that we know we don't quite understand it but we can explore it and we can try to understand it and um i don't know what's the saying that science is um our attempt at understand or i don't know the brain or consciousness in general has the ability to 
or the universes. I'm butchering this. I don't fucking know. Um, just going off on a fucking trying to find something something profound. But we do have the ability to um, question life and explore life in all of its intricacies. And that is the power of the brain. And so it's almost like the universe is trying to learn about itself because we are nothing but a product of what is. Everything that is, everything that has been, we are nothing but a product of that. Our brains, uh, the consciousness that we receive inside of our brains are nothing but a product of what is, of the whole thing, of the whole picture, the all, the unknown. Um, but we have the ability to contemplate it. So we have the power to try and figure it out. So those lyrics are really profound to me. Um, especially because, I, don't, I hate to say it, but maybe 90% of civilization lives their life without contemplating. Or at least in this nation. At least in the United States. I mean, that's really the only area I can speak from, like, having a basic knowledge and understanding. But I would say about 90% of the people I come across on a day-to-day basis do not have the capacity or the fucks to give about discovering what it is that we're here doing what 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 we're experiencing why are we on this what how did we come to be like what do i need to know how can i push myself to be better how can i make the most of this life this one fucking opportunity that i have most 90 percent of people are just kind of going about their fucking every day not even thinking about it and just they're gonna live and they're gonna die not doing anything profound in between and uh to me that's a really sad existence i think that if we all got on that same wavelength on that same plane of existence and uh mental conscious power that if we were all on the plane of wanting to be the best that we can be, wanting to be better physically, mentally, spiritually, if we were all on that plane and striving for a better future, not for ourselves, but for our kids and uh, future generations, for the planet, for our existence, for everything, if we cared, if we gave a fuck about everything, if we all gave a fuck, then we could prosper, we could see such a beautiful future, and maybe that's, maybe that's just like a utopian um, society way of life that we will never fully achieve. Um, at the end of the day, that's okay. Uh, we have to look at the universe, everything that we know, understanding that where there's order, there's chaos. Where there's love, there's hate. Where there's uh, death, there's birth. Where there's good, there's bad. Taking all of these things into consideration, it's like, well, are we just destined to follow that order, I guess? Maybe? But I don't think it hurts, you know, having more people be conscious of the way that we're living our lives. Um, I think, like... Even though there is good and bad, there's chaos and order, there's creation and there's destruction, um, there's this duality that exists 
as an illusion in our everyday lives. Um, I believe it's an illusion because I follow a philosophy called Advaita Vedanta, which I've said before, but this philosophy, this philosophy is from the stance that everything is one thing. Um, there's other, there's branches out of that one thing, and that's where we get the, du the illusion of duality. But, yeah, of course, there's this illusion of duality. Even all these, like, when a planet dies or a planet is born, and um, that's, all, that's all a process coming out of one thing. Uh, but it, it, it seems like life and death are... They're just branches out of that one thing, but they're gonna come back around to that one thing. Um, it's just the way that I've come to understand right now in my 31 years of living, but can we make it? Will we survive? Will we, as a society, as a civilization, will we be able to overcome the ignorance that has flourished throughout the last couple of decades, the 20th century changed everything. Um, but the later half of the 20th century just it got got us really entrenched into like this mindless way of living, just unconscious, unconscious way of living, not even thinking. That last half of the 20th century you brought on television, radio, entertainment, um, and it really got people out of, it took people away from actually living their lives, you know? I envy the older generations who had nothing but a book to entertain themselves at the end of the day. And I think that's why, even if we look at ancient civilizations, why why is it that there's so much intelligence from the ancient civilization that we can't understand or even replicate in this day and age? I think because when you're living in a society where not, where you have nothing but, you know, friends around, family around, teachers around to um, explain things, to write books, to, um, you know, at the end of the day, instead of been watching The Walking Dead, where you're mindlessly not, it doesn't do anything to develop your mind at all, you know, back then all they had were, they would read books, you know, from their, from, you know, written generations before them about the knowledge that they had and that they gained, and so people were always, to entertain themselves, they would they would study, they would research, they would develop their minds. And we don't do that anymore. Of course, there are people who do. Very, It's getting fewer and fewer by the, by the year. But I would, like I was saying, 90% of the, the civilization, or at least 90% of our nation, are living really mindless lives uh, develop, enveloped by entertainment, television radio, all the garbage that you get that does nothing to push you forward. Um, if we can get past all that and we can all collectively, this is a long shot, most, I don't know if, 
if enough of us can get on that wavelength of thought, of innovation, of pushing ourselves forward, of creating a better future for our loved ones, for our generations to come, for our offspring, can we make it off of this planet before we completely destroy it? Can we find another way of life somewhere out there beyond? Do we stay here? Do we heal the planet? Can we heal the planet? How much time do we have? Um, we have the opportunity, so we might as well. That's the way I feel about it, I guess. Um, Will it be fruitful? Maybe, maybe not. At the end of the day, everything is going to be destroyed and then recreated in a way, you know? The, the theory that, or the belief, the understanding that nothing can be, you know, created or destroyed that doesn't already exist. And everything that already exists has been here for billions of years and it's going to be here for for billions of years beyond this point right now um and that's why like when it comes to my philosophical understanding of life that's why i, I uh, stick really close to the advaita vedanta philosophy because at the end of the day after all this shit Thousands of, let's say our, our civilization lasts for another thousand years. Um, maybe that's it. But even after that thousand years, if our planet is again hit by another asteroid that fucking wipes out all living things on this planet, we die physically. Like the, the physical matter is going to be destroyed in a way that it won't receive consciousness anymore. But consciousness is still out there. Consciousness will exist everything. It's within everything. It's it's what makes the clock tick. Um, it's but our physical bodies if impacted by an asteroid will go on the matter that is within us the um, every single atom that makes up what we are uh, from the tips of our fingers to the tips of our toes those things are gonna go on to create other things and um, that's where the philosophy of Advaita Vedanta comes in is it, it's all one it's all part of one thing um, where am I going with this I have no idea but I hope you guys are enjoying the ramblings of a madman in the 21st century. Um, anyways, what else has been going on in my life? I got hired to paint a mural. I'm going to be painting my first mural um, at a health food store here in town. Um, really excited about that. I haven't painted a mural like that before. Um, it's, I think it's probably going to come out to about 8 foot by 8 foot or 10 foot by 10 foot, but that's a big painting. I'm so excited to do that. I got hired to do that. Um, 
I'm going to record the whole process and put that out for people to watch. Um, I'm kind of, I'm building a, uh, I've been recording a lot of the art that I've been doing lately. Um, and I'm going to throw it, I think I'm going to throw it into like a compilation video and just put it out there and hopefully you guys enjoy all of the little creative, uh, like the behind the scenes of creativity, of creation. And I want the mural to be in it. Um, I'm so excited to do that. Um, I hope that all of you out there are pushing yourself to do the things that you love, to do the things that you enjoy, to do the things that are going to push you into a, a brighter, bigger, better future. Um, and then, you know, in turn, from your kids, from your offspring, seeing their parents be so... Um, successful when it comes to happiness when it comes to doing the things that they're passionate about and going far with it you know taking it as far as they're comfortable with if you want to go you know from marble floors and your you know 12 bedroom mansion whatever you know if you want to aspire to do that then you can do it um as long i just hope that if you're doing that you're doing it because you're passionate and you love what it is that you're doing or if you're comfortable with, you know, having a three-bedroom house, you know, one for you, one for your kids, one for your creative studio, you know, whatever. Um, if it's something as simple as that, you know, I hope you can achieve that. And I hope that you're living your life that way um, to achieve the things that you you dream instead of getting locked down in a mindless state of being where you work for a company that you're miserable working for, you come home drained of life, so you turn on, you know, the latest season of what the fuck, and you just waste the remaining hours of your day uh, mindless, not growing, you go to sleep and then you wake up and you go back to that job that you're miserable doing. Um, I hope that we can all overcome that really sad stigma that has uh, become so abundant within American families. I hope that we can overcome that. I hope that all of you do. Um, and that's what I'm working on, you know being creative, being art, being an artist, um, doing anything I can to push myself into the life that I've always envisioned. Um, if you're not doing that, if you're living your life every day accepting that life is miserable, then I feel really bad. It's a really sad way of living. Um, but I hope that you can overcome I hope that you pick up a book sometime instead of turning on the TV. Um, I don't know. I don't really want to end this on a really fucking dark and solemn note, but that's kind of a world that I live in most of the time. But, um, anyways, it is a dark, very strange, weird time that we're living in. Um, 
but that doesn't mean it's over. It's not over yet. We're still we still have so much opportunity, so much to be thankful for, and um, just keep going, man. Don't fucking give up. Accept the challenge. Be challenged. Take it. Run with it. Overcome it, and and grow from it. We have an opportunity to grow right now, um, more than we have in a really long time. We've we haven't quite been challenged like this in a really long time. I know my generation hasn't. I know the generation before mine hasn't. Maybe even the generation before that. It's been a long time since we've come across the challenges that we face right now. Um, but it's not over. We still have so much opportunity and so much to be thankful for. So overcome it and um, survive, prosper. Find what it is that you love. Find what it is that you're passionate about and excel with it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this on that note, and I appreciate you guys for listening so much. And I'll be back next weekend on Sunday, 7 p.m. No matter how I feel about it, like I said, I wasn't feeling like when I when I started today, I wasn't like really feeling up to the task. But um, we gotta do it anyway. Get up and do the things. Do the things that you set your mind to doing. Achieve those goals. Because, uh, like I said, I wasn't feeling up to the task. And even, like, if you wake up and you know that you want to go for... you got to go for that run. But your mind's going to tell you, like, no, you can, you can just chill for the next hour instead of going for that run. Yeah, you can do that, but you're not going to fucking... You're not going to evolve in any way. Um, so, even though I didn't... I wasn't feeling up to recording this podcast, I said I was going to do it anyway, even though I wasn't feeling it. We have to do that, even though we're not feeling so great about a moment. If you set your mind to doing something, do it. Just get it over with. Get it done. Like This could have been a really good podcast for a lot of people. Um, I, I've enjoyed it. I'm glad I started it. Um, so just do those things that you're you're unsure about. And see what happens. Anyways, got to get out of here. Next weekend, same time, 7 p.m. on Sunday. See you guys then. Thank you for listening. End the live stream. I don't know how. (laughs) Oh, well. Peace.